Welcome to episode 134 of District of Conservation. This is your host, Gabriella Hoffman. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about what to expect over the next few years from Washington, D.C., in terms of the control of the federal branches of government, especially the legislature and executive branches. And I will talk about a new bill to legalize Sunday hunting on public lands, which is the last outstanding method of hunting, arguably speaking, that needs to be allowed in Virginia. But before I dip into that, if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy our musings, you enjoy the guests we bring on to the program, make sure you go leave us a review. Reviews go a long way and they're greatly appreciated. So thank you. Now to today's show. Across the executive and legislative branches, we're now entering new political territory. I think for the first time since the 1920s, I read that there is a shift in balance of power, unlike any other, where the party in power loses all three levers of power, Congress, Senate, presidency, I think since the 1920s. That's what I read. So given those changes, the fact that the incoming Biden administration is going to be in control, the fact that the Senate now is split 50-50 with the two Georgia Senate runoffs going to the Democrats, a really lamentable event that could have been prevented if people there turned out the vote. Now with that change in the Senate, with pro-gun majorities now out and kind of relegated to minority status, there's a lot to be said there. And I'm going to briefly preview what we can expect, especially over the next two years before, let's say, the House of Representatives vote comes up and also more Senate races come up. But I don't want to dabble into that just with recent events and That's a a long time away in terms of a political shelf life. But over the next two years, we can expect a lot of legislation in terms of conservation and energy issues. A lot of it is going to tilt to the preservationist kind of climate-centric policies that really swing to the left, not just politically speaking, but kind of is out of mainstream view for most conservationists. You'll see a lot of policies that embolden kind of the preservationist thinking. We will see kind of a shift, I think, in terms of public lands management away from the multiple use to public use philosophy. There will certainly be an emphasis on climate, which you can focus on, but I think just the overall overarching focus of that could be very distracting in terms of different issues because there is a separation between land management, conservation, habitat restoration. And certainly there are some overlaps there, but I don't think everything has to be about climate. I think you can focus on that separately, but I worry that the emphasis on climate will detract from many good things that have been advanced over the last few years in terms of precedent for true conservation efforts. So that's something you have to be aware of. And with the Biden administration now having a mandate and probably a few obstacles in the legislature, maybe there will be some debate on Representative Halland, who is the nominee for Interior Secretary, maybe a few others, but I expect that they have a mandate. 
they're going to likely get their nominees confirmed. I don't know about swiftly confirmed, but they will get them confirmed because they now control all levers of government and VP elect Kamala Harris will be the 51st vote in a tie-breaking vote if any of those nominations are kind of stalled or don't go anywhere. So anything that we had predicted in the past incumbent upon a Republican-controlled Senate that is now out the window because of the new makeup of the Senate. So we can expect Biden's confirmations to be swiftly, not swiftly confirmed, but we can expect them to be confirmed more than we had previously thought. If you're upset by the election results, you're upset by the incoming balance in power, you need to be vigilant. You need to stay focused, you need to stay positive, and you need to get involved. You need to start paying attention to what happens in the federal government and also your state legislatures. You need to be calm, collected, and organize peaceful movements, peaceful action, and get to know your lawmakers and their staffers. I will be using this podcast to continually talk about what happens, policies that we favor, policies that we disfavor. We'll be pretty critical of the Biden administration, not from a, you know, resistance perspective, but there's a lot to be disagreed with, I think, just what I've read. But I'm going to be calm and collected when I do so because I try to be objective. I'm going to lean on extracting information from source material. I, I reference different viewpoints. I'll talk about mainstream influences. I'll talk about sources that I agree with, sources that I don't agree with. We try to make everything multifarious. But now, if you already didn't believe it before, but I had warned you all that this is what was supposed to be coming in terms of the makeup of Washington, D.C., now you need to shift gears if you already weren't. You you should have expected this to happen. I'll be giving some recommendations. I'll be guiding you all on bills to follow, how to navigate the process. We'll be speaking to different thought leaders and others who will have some influence on what happens in the legislature. I will keep you guys abreast with any secretarial orders, any nominations, any positions that certain nominees for certain cabinet positions hold. We will follow their directives, their orders, and bring to you the latest. So with a mandate, things look a little daunting, upsetting, I know, but you need to be proactive, you need to remain positive, and you need to learn how to engage in the process and make meaningful change and build a coalition while you're at it. So I'll help you guys if you have any questions. Before I conclude the podcast, I'm going to talk about the new House Bill 1799 that was just introduced by House of Delegates member James Edmonds, a Republican from Virginia. And I wrote about this at Town Hall, and I think it's super important to talk about this. And I argue that it's time for the Commonwealth of Virginia to repeal any antiquated blue laws that prohibit public land hunting on Sundays. In 2014, Governor Terry McAuliffe, someone I don't agree with, actually did something good and signed into law a bill to lift prohibitions on Sunday hunting on private lands and some public waterways. And why is this important? Why should this bill be passed even in a Democrat-controlled Virginia General Assembly? I think wildlife conservation still is palatable and bipartisan, especially in Virginia, even though the party even though the state has kind of shifted politically in years, there's still this bipartisan air here, especially when it comes to these issues. You do find a lot of 
agreement across the political spectrum, which is wonderful. So I'm optimistic something like this can pass. And why are blue laws outdated? I'm going to go into detail as to what blue laws are in a bit. But I think blue laws go against the very principles and set in the North American model of wildlife conservation, which stipulates seven principles that kind of guide conservation ethics here in the United States and also in Canada. And one of those principles is the democracy of hunting, which stipulates that the government must allocate, quote, access to wildlife without regard for wealth, prestige, or land ownership, end quote. And the Virginia General Assembly will convene tomorrow, January 13th, for the 2021 legislative session. And House Bill 1799 is hopefully going to do that. And they have until the 27th of February to advance or pass on the bill. And this is timely because with more people going into the field, including Virginians, there's a huge surge of Virginians that have bought licenses to go hunting here. This bill can remedy outstanding issues that impede public land access here. And if you want to read more about kind of the history and the precedent behind this and why this bill would pass uh, and a little bit more about House Bill 1799, it would remove prohibition against hunting or killing on public lands, a wild bird or wild animal, including a nuisance species with a gun, firearm, or other weapon on Sunday. And this will be heard in the Committee on Agriculture, Chesapeake, and Natural Resources in the House of Delegates. I also discussed at length about the history of blue laws, why they're seen as a diminishing political tool, thankfully. You can read all about that in my town hall article and more. I will similarly be focusing on issues like this and bills that relate to hunting in the affirmative or the positive throughout this year. So learn more about Sunday hunting. Encourage your lawmakers, if you're a fellow Virginian, to support this. Normally, I don't try to push my... Normally, I don't try to push people to vote one way or another, just lay out the facts and make people decide. But for something as important as this, I totally think it's okay to express support for this bill. It goes along the line. It is perfectly in concert with trends that are happening. It removes the last remaining obstacles to any barriers to hunting here. And while I don't partake in public land hunting yet, I am an all of the above supporter of hunting. I don't care what method you do as long as you're ethical, doing it legally, having fun, being safe and remembering the purpose behind it. So HB 1799, read more about it at Town Hall in my most recent column, and let me know your thoughts on it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of District of Conservation. If you like what you heard, make sure you're following us on your preferred podcasting platform. Most of our listeners hail from Apple Podcasts, so if you listen there or like listening through there, check us out, bookmark us, subscribe, download past episodes, and if you feel inclined, leave some reviews. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to never miss a beat or a guest announcement. Stay tuned as we navigate the political and literal wilderness in 2021. I'll be bringing on some more guests to talk about what is happening in their backyards. I'll talk to lawmakers in a few weeks, maybe a month or so, about what we can expect in the legislature, federally speaking, I will bring on some storytellers, newsmakers, and anyone I think who is relevant to the show. If you have suggestions on guests you'd like for me to talk to, send them my way. You can contact me. I'm all ears for all your suggestions, and I'd be more than happy to accommodate different views, people who want to talk about conservation, work together, 
and the like. Stay tuned for tomorrow's Wednesday episode where I talk about some bills being mulled in the 117th Congress.